it's young, up. It's, it's young wolf. It's Hava. It's Jersey John, man. We are here on this special edition of the pregame. We are talking about. Well, we're interviewing DJ Jersey John, first of all. Yes, first we of are. All, in the building. And then we're talking about summer vibes right after that. Yes. Indeed, indeed. So just to get us started, uh, John, one, thank you for coming up here. Of course. Um, really appreciate it. Uh, talk a little bit about yourself, just kind of, um, you know, how you started DJing and stuff like that and, you know, kind of your influences. Of course. First and foremost, thank you guys so much for having me. Super excited to share my story, a little bit about me. I've been DJing for about six years. I uh, started in high school with house parties. Never really thought that I would have been touching major stages like I am right now. Um, honestly, super excited because I started from high school, started doing house parties, then took it over to like venues, finding out that I could make $1,000, $2,000 on a weekend. Being 17, 18 years old, that was like the world. Like, dude, I thought I was ready to be a millionaire soon. So I was super excited about that. And then I followed up working with a couple companies, did one-offs, worked with people like Critch, uh, Uzi, A Boogie, uh, a ton of names. And honestly bro it's it's taken off from there i've been able to situate myself in the industry uh, i've been able to build skills for myself and honestly everything's just going perfect right now that's nice. what's up that's amazing um and now i know you started off as you're saying talking with uh people like a boogie j chris stuff like that mm-hmm. so what kind of prompted i know you switch a little more to edm mm-hmm. nowadays so what kind of prompted the switch from edm over to i'm gonna be honest with you First and foremost, when I started, I did not expect that I was going to reach so many goals. I set the goals was, hey, I want to go on tour. Hey, I want to go to 25 cities. Hey, I want to, you know, get this, do this with artists. And I want to take pictures in the studios. And I want to go around and, and be able to work with these people. I feel like I've achieved so much of that so quickly. And I kind of was, like, shocked. Like, I was like, damn, that happened? Like, I felt like I was going through the motions. And then one day I woke up and I'm living my dream. So that's where I was like, you know what? This is cool, but I think I want to do more. I feel as if not only my branding could cater to EDM music and working with colleges a little bit more. So I kind of decided to step away from, not completely, I still love doing hip-hop shows, I still like working with hip-hop artists. There's just the fact that I want a little bit more spotlight on myself and not hope, hopefully that doesn't sound selfish, but I want a little bit more spotlight on myself because I feel as if, if I was able to work with Juice World and I'm still not, you know, all the way at the top or, mm-hmm. you know, really known... I could work with anybody big and still not be somebody, right? So maybe it's time to make a little bit of a shift in uh, in in my goals and choose to work in the EDM industry because I feel as if some DJs or producers that aren't huge are known and are appreciated and are touring every day because they have a record that has a million, two million, three million. Hip-hop, you need a platinum rack, you need <laughs> yeah. chains yeah. and this and that. It's just, it's mm-hmm. too much, honestly. And uh, I feel like over time, um, my goals are definitely going to continue to shift, but as of right now, I definitely want to go into EDM, man. It's just, it's right. too much fun. I've been having a great time uh, over the last year, and I want to start doing production, you know, and as soon as I can start doing production in EDM, I really think that it's going to uplift and, uh, you know, go to the stars. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. That's amazing. So you said you like have a lot of goals planned. You've achieved a lot, of course. So yeah. like, how how is your team? Like, of course you can't do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. So like, who's behind the scenes? Who's helping you? How are you doing this like as a team? Okay, so I'm gonna be honest with you. I love like a lot of heavy lifting. I like doing a lot of things myself. I believe that to make a strong character and make a strong person, you need to put on more than you could handle. Mm -hmm. You need to figure out where your breaking point is. So I did the majority of the work myself when it comes to, you know, building my skill sets and, you know, trying all these repetitive, uh, you know, just these shows and, and, and all these little things that required me to build my skill. Over time, I realized that I can't do everything by myself. Uh, I picked up two people that are like the closest people that I have to me. I basically hit them up every day. One of them being in the studio with us right now, Madrid, my videographer, Woo! is really, really, really <laughs> dope. So he helps me out with a lot. 
Uh, I have Marv that has been believing in me in the last for the last year or so, and I also just picked up a manager back end kind of. Um, I don't want to put him in the forefront because I don't want to have everybody be like, oh, you have a manager doing your work, your manager doing your work. Mm-hmm. But I have him in the background for contracts and a couple things of scheduling and things that I really need to get done. So I have him in my bio right now, actually. So I just did that recently over the last month, and then I have my uh, content creators. So. That's what I have right now. No, that's most definitely amazing. And, you know, with having a team like that, it does take a lot of leadership. And uh, so what was that journey like growing from just being you and now having to lead a team and things like that? Dude, I can. uh, Leadership is like one of the biggest things about me. I honestly focus so heavily on being a leader because I feel like anybody in this industry uh, could be a follower. You could follow what people are doing. You could pick up same gigs that they're doing. You could make similar style music. But that's not who I want to be. I want to be influential. I want to pave my own path. And I just found it very easy for myself to be able to lead large groups of people simply because I come from the suburbs. I've worked with a lot of hip-hop acts. I've been to 46 states. I've, I've, I've indulged in so much culture at a young age that I feel like that is very, very valuable as a leader. That's a skill that you're going to need to have as a leader. And I feel like not everybody is ready for that. And I believe that in my position that I make a good leader. And I think that's why I only keep a certain amount of people around me because I could lead people for an event or two events or a couple couple dates. But when it comes to a day-to-day basis, I need people that I could truly trust and people that have me in their best interest, honestly. Mm-hmm. Right. That's amazing. And, you know, we're going to get into some of the places you like to travel coming up as well as, you know, the new tattoo that we hear that you got. Yeah, no, um, it's a baby tattoo. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a baby tattoo. Right. All that and more coming soon. Keep it locked. You know the number 9737 It's Young Wolf. It's Hava. It's Jersey John. It's the pre game yeah yeah it's young wolf it's hava it's jersey john we are here on the special edition in the pregame where we are interviewing jersey john and talking about the summer vibes indeed indeed now Jersey John, I would argue, is probably the most, or at least one of the most influential DJs in Jersey. Amen. From <laughs> all different, literally, <laughs> for real, from all different um, genres of music, from parties to the club to everywhere. And you haven't just been in Jersey, so uh, you said forty-six states, right? Dude, that forty-six been states. I have four more. I have to make it happen. So what are the four that are left? Yeah, weird. Take a guess. Come Alaska. On, ha- Alaska's one. Okay. Uh, Hawaii. <laughs> what? All right, that's two. Um, hold on. Wyoming. I feel like nah, a random. I've been there. I've been there. Oh, hold For on. what? I guess so. I have North. Uh, what is it? North Dakota. Okay. No, and South Dakota. No, nah, I've been to South Dakota. <laughs> Sioux Falls, something like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah I've been there. And then uh, what's the other one? Iowa. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So those okay. are those are the four states I haven't gone to. Oh. I want to do fifty states and two hundred countries. Wow. So we're gonna make it happen. Oh my okay. god. Okay got some years nice nice so uh out of the states that you've been to so far what's kind of been you know without playing favorites of course because i know you love probably going everywhere (laughs) but what's the what's your favorite um say that you've been to so far your best experience um best experience by far probably florida it's just dude there's two active over there (laughs) not miami central florida by far if you have you been i the question is have you been to central florida no 
There you go. <laughs> there you go. Everything. That's like Tampa, right? Tampa, like over there. Orlando. It's just exactly. such a vibe. It's not like uh, Miami where mm-hmm. everybody's flexing and this and that. No, like Miami sure. gives me such an LA vibe, and I don't love LA because I feel like so many people are trying to be somebody they're mm-hmm. not. So I agree. You just get mixed up in this whole culture that's just like I don't know. I don't appreciate it. Uh, I go to Central Florida, and then you have all the colleges over there. People are really cool. Mm-hmm. A lot of people go retire and just hang out there. Um, it's just it's a vibe they have a lot of EDM music a lot of hip hop music a lot of people are always touring through there I enjoy it they got the beach in Tampa Clearwater area mm-hmm. uh, Orlando they have all the attractions and stuff that's why I like Central Florida honestly nice, okay. nice. that's cool. as far as my personal experience and then as far as like dude just the views and how nice something looks it's probably Utah Okay, it's that probably makes sense. Utah that like, makes sense Utah, Utah is, is something stuff. else like it does. Yeah. it's so unreal Okay, I can see Utah. I would Utah. say Hawaii. He I hasn't been, been yet. Oh, I forgot. Uh, on, Hawaii, Alaska. Hawaii, okay. Alaska. I know. I want to go to uh, Alaska in the spring or summer. Have you noticed? They say in Alaska, like, I see people on TikTok, it's 11 at night and the sun is just yes. out in Alaska. I don't know that how it works. That happens in other countries, too. They have one hour of, like, nighttime. Yeah, I don't know how it's working. I need to be there. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but then say. in the winter, it's 23 hours of darkness. So. Yeah, so I guess they switch it up over there, but, you know. I don't really know. <laughs> right? Uh, what about countries? Where are we, where have we been country-wise, and where do we want to go country-wise? I really need to go to a lot of other countries. <laughs> I'm slacking. You I need 200, fo- right? You I said? need 200. I focus a lot of my time in the States. That's why I've been able to achieve the 46. Right, right. As far as countries, I've only been to Costa Rica because I've come from a Costa Rican descent. Oh, uh, I'm planning okay. to actually go there sometime in August. I want to build my relationships up over there. And, uh, you know, start my new journey and flip to the new chapter of my life where it comes to being an international DJ. That's that's really where I want to take everything. Nice. I feel like I achieved so much here. I feel like I've made enough relationships uh, in different states. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's never enough. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I have a good, you know, fan base elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's time to go to grounds that I've never touched, places that I've never been. Um, honestly, I'm okay with, okay with it. Like, I want to see all the cultural barriers and I want to see the world. So... Let's go for it, honestly. So nah, I have Costa Rica right now, and I want to hit another what? Well, the United States, I got two. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I got two. So okay. Strong start. I just got back from DR. I'm telling you, you got to go there, too. That's the one. I need to make, like, a Dembo song with, like, some <laughs> no, for artists. real. It's, I'm telling you, it's amazing over there. The island, like, the palm trees, and then, like, do you speak Spanish? <laughs> I like. I swear, I knew no Spanish. I came back. I'm like, que lo que? like oh, that's, that's it. it. That's yeah, it. That's it. That's it. Though. Yeah, that's it all you need. There. It stops there. But you know, you, you get got something that. out, right? You'll make it work. But yeah, no, for sure, man, for sure. Um, so you said Costa Rica's next, right? Uh, yeah, I've already been there though. Right. Family trips, mm-hmm. but that's my next business trip. Right. It's Costa Rica. Then I want to hit Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to hit Dubai. Uh, I want to shoot for India. I don't feel like anybody's like, yo, I want to go to India. Word. <laughs> no, most like, definitely. Like, all right, so another thing that I'm thinking about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to chart internationally, and charting in the United States is super hard. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? So if I go to a different country and I work with a poppin' artist internationally, I'm You're definitely charting. not a... Yeah, I'm not competing like I'm competing yeah. here. Do you get what I'm saying? No, most like, definitely. It's yeah. going to be a whole lot easier to chart internationally. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's really the goal, you know. Uh, mingle with these artists that are already doing something over there. Bring them value as an agent. Get them some shows. Uh, bring them to the United States. Uh, interact with them um, on social media and just take it from there, honestly. Right, for sure. And I know, especially with you like looking to go into EDM and stuff like that, Europe has a 
crazy EDM scene, yes, you know, talking about, you know, Ibiza and all that stuff. So that's definitely like great opportunities over there for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. So cities, like what is the most popping city in the U.S.? Like what is your favorite place to perform DJ? Hmm. 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 I mean, listen, I really I'm stuck on on Florida. Florida's <laughs> yeah. really, really dope. It, Florida's a spot. It's just it's such a yeah. vibe. Like how I said, it's a lot of college students. It's a lot of people that are always out and partying. Like, think about it. If it was always hot here, people would be very ignorant. Yeah. In yeah. Right. So <laughs> that's, right. that's I like it over there. Uh, Austin, like San Marcos area, like Texas State probably mm-hmm. follows second. Chicago's cool, but like I don't go there too often. It's just it's cold majority of the time. Yeah, that's so. The but thing. no, I just went there um, two weeks ago, so I had a good time over there. People are super nice, dude. Mm-hmm. Like people, not compared to over here. Like people, <laughs> people over here yeah. just do not care what you got going on. They're just gonna continue with their day mm-hmm. over there. They'll give you the time of day, and it's it's really cool, and I appreciate, it, especially being in an industry that you have to communicate a lot. It's, it's dope to speak to these people. No, that's amazing. That's amazing, and I know you've always been big in the colleges. Uh, can you talk about a little bit? about your experience you know at Rutgers and like working over there and just kind of like building up your name over there as well dude I love Rutgers (laughs) (laughs) to be honest with you I love Rutgers I love all the colleges in New Jersey but uh Rutgers kind of has my heart because I started as a 16 year old high school kid at Rutgers uh, mingling with the frats and knocking on doors asking if I could DJ. It went from there for me building an immense fan base at Rutgers um, to now finally being a Rutgers student. So um, it kind of stuck around. Uh, I do the online program at Newark um, so I could stay home or travel or do whatever I want and still pursue my education. So a lot of people don't know that. I don't actually uh, post about it and people are very, very shocked when they find out. But it's just like how I said, I like to overload my plate. I spend, you know, three, four hours at the gym. I spend a couple hours doing schoolwork, I spend a couple hours being an agent and then my night being a DJ so I feel like I do a great job delegating you know all my jobs how do you have time to live (laughs) I also have a candle company a candle what? company. Yeah, no, no, no. Hold on, we gotta break that what? down for a second. Stop everything. I, I have a candle company. Talk to me about the candles, have, please. <laughs> I have candles, and I also have a cleaning company with my mother. Wow. So what? What gets you from DJing and all this to like? Let me diversify my portfolio and hop into candles <laughs> and this other stuff. Like, Dog. how'd that come about? All right. So the candles kind of happened when I lost my Instagram and I lost motivation for music, and I was just like, damn. Now what do I do? You know, how can I, you know, propel my career if I'm not financially all right i started the candles and like that started making me a a thousand or two thousand dollars a week and i'm like whoa candles (laughs) (laughs) so i was doing that and that was during covid so i took advantage of the fact that i was able to do like what is it 25 people gatherings 50 people gatherings right so i was doing catered events so when they were when people wasn't using these venues i was like let me bring you a 50 people catered event please like let me do that so then i will associate a price for the cater like for the food and entry and everything i'd bring games i would dj i was djing at the time still Mm -hmm. so i had the skill set so i was running with that and i would sell the 50 to 60 candles off everybody coming and then they would come because they would come with the emission and then on top of that i sell even more candles there Mm -hmm. and then bring more vendors and i just made a lot of money with that i used my other skill sets that propelled um ended up selling the company was like twenty five thousand dollars so uh, i did that um i still own half the company uh, offices in fairfield with one of my buddies and um shit's shit's working out 
can- candle making. Gotta go into that, I guess. No, that's definitely. I didn't even know that was there was like a market for candle making like that. That's I guess. Really, no, that's amazing for sure. Okay, and then the cleaning company. What is that? Well, my mother uh, runs the cleaning company, and since I'm going into marketing, I'm trying to learn how to bring her more clean, more leads and clients and stuff like that. Mm. So uh, interesting enough, from time to time, I go help my mother. And it's like, it's crazy. Like, it's very, it's a humbling experience. And this isn't something I ever spoken to anybody about because I keep it like, this is something very personal. But, um, like, I don't know. I just really appreciate the fact that my mother could come from a different country, come over here, work her butt off, and give me such an amazing life, right? I'm able to sit at home every day, work on the computer, and then go out on the weekends, you know, have a great time with my friends and make a couple thousand dollars DJing simply because of the family that I have. Do you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? And right. not everybody's lucky to be in that position. As far as my mother having that company, I've been trying to help her and leverage some of the company and, and you know, work a little bit more for her. A couple reasons. One, I don't want her working so much. She's the hardest working woman I've ever met. So I want to take some weight off her back, one. And two, there's a lot of money to be made in uh, service-based companies. Mm-hmm. So I'll go from time to time and I'll work with her. And, uh, dude, it's it's hard. <laughs> right. It's hard. Like, I, it, it really, like, it hurts. It's like a, it's like an ego shock. Like, one day mm-hmm. I'm over here, like, you know, scrubbing somebody's floors and vacuuming somebody's house. And the house is, like, $4 million. And I'm like, dude, I need to be here. <laughs> right? And then the next day I'm on stage with a major rapper mm-hmm. posting on social media like I'm living my life. Right. So it, it's so crazy how social media could you know have this huge like perception on how people think about somebody yeah so um that's the cleaning company it's interesting interesting that we got into that because how i said that's not something i speak to anybody about but it's definitely something that's been in the back of my head recently like i'm like damn like i have to like you know really work my butt off now no that's definitely amazing you being able to do everything again helping out your mom and knowing like you know, you wouldn't have made it to where you are without her and giving back as well. 100%. 100%. I definitely was a troubled kid um, and I want to give it back to her because I made so many decisions, bad decisions when I was younger. <laughs> right. I'm going to be honest with you. It was always wrong place at the wrong time. You know, mm-hmm. never, never that I did anything really, really bad. It was wrong place, wrong time. Got arrested at Rutgers because I was DJing a frat party. Got too out of hand. Mm. I got obstruction investigation. Had to pay like $7,000 to get out of that. Right. They gave me nothing. I did a meet and greet at um, at some public park. They gave me a cult gathering ticket, <gasps> and like then they gave me a ticket for every single um, what's it called ice cream wrapper that dropped. Wow. So I gave out maybe 250 ice creams. <laughs> 17 of them didn't touch the garbage, and I got 17 littering tickets. Oh my goodness! That is so. So like, it's like wrong petty. place, yeah. wrong time. <laughs> trying to do the right intentions, uh-huh. but what means so much to me is like despite me choosing to be really like that loud kid in a small town right. my mother still my parents still made sure that i was good made sure that i never got a criminal record cool. made sure that i was taken care of and that's why i'm like very appreciative because some people would be like oh you're you know food like what is it called silver spoon or whatever mm-hmm. you come from a good family yes i do but at the end of the day that doesn't determine on who you are you know because my right. how i told you before bro my mother t- to this day still cleans houses and stuff like that and helps mm-hmm. me get into a better position help right. me pay for college help me you know elevate my life so I can't just let that all go. You know, mm-hmm. I have to make something out of myself. And I think that that's where my passion really comes. It's like, yeah, I might be influential. Yeah, I might be doing these shows. Yeah, I might be making some money. But it's like, I need to do something bigger. And it's interesting enough how we were mentioning about, like, you know, the whole summer and what I got going on. Yeah. I, dude, I need to take a step back. I don't want to make some money. I want to make a ton of money later. You know, mm-hmm. I need yes, to sir. take 
the time to work on my health at the gym. I need to make sure that I'm not wasting countless hours wanting to, you know, drink alcohol and have fun with my friends. So I'm taking a couple weeks to really refresh my mind and get back into it at 120%. And uh, I think I'm on the right track of planning a couple tours and um, just making the most out of it, dude. No, that's what's up, man. And we'll get into uh, some of those tours and some of the different people that you've been able to work with over the years when we come back. Keep it locked. You know the number 9737 Twitter at Brave New Radio. It's Young Wolf. It's Hava. It's Jersey John. It's the pregame. Yeah. Yeah. It's Young Wolf. It's Hava. It's Jersey John. We are here on the special edition of the pregame where we are talking about Jersey John and we have a great segment coming up. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. But before that, let's talk a little bit more about kind of everything that we've been discussing this whole time. Um, you've talked about the different career paths that you've gone into, a lot of different work ethic that, you know, you've had. Um, talk about when you first started getting into the music industry and, you know, the, the difficulties that you went through there in the in the beginning and stuff like that, getting your foot in the door. Dude, getting your foot in the door is probably the hardest thing. You have to beg. You have to be repetitive. You have to do... What's another way to say this? You just have to really get it through the mud. Like, you kind of have to shadow people and, and, and do things you don't want to do for other people in order for you to make money, in order for you to be the shot caller. Mm -hmm. So uh, I did that for a very long time. And even though people saw me at Rutgers partying, uh, dude, I was carrying speakers around. I was the first one there. I was the last one to leave. I was always doing the work that I didn't want to do. And that went on for about two or three years. So some of the DJs and some of the people getting into it now are like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. And we're going to do that. And their egos and perception about everything is so messed up. I honestly mm -hmm. did that for two or three years until I kind of had the liberty to like kind of run off and do everything I want myself. Everybody sees me they're like, oh, you're popping. You're doing this. You're doing that. Uh, two or three years. It was like it looked cool. But that was probably the worst time of it. Yeah. You know, there was so many times that I'm like, ah, do I want to do this? I don't want to do this. <laughs> and then a nice check would come in. And I'm, I want to do this. <laughs> I want to do this. Right, right. So I had a lot of second thoughts and third thoughts if I wanted to do it. And then I was how I was saying I wanted to go to the medical field. I wanted to go to college. I wanted to do this. I was all over the place. Uh, 16, 17, 18, 19 years old. I was all over the place. I didn't know what I wanted out of life. Yeah. Um, but after I was able to uh, experience Juice World's tour, mm. it it was really an emotional connection to the industry and uh i don't know it just meant a lot like seeing all these fans like cry and sing these lyrics and be so happy to see this guy that i'm like damn like that's really you know the power of the music industry mm -hmm. and performing so um, I continued after that tour. I really continued to push really, really hard. Was able to go on tour with Fatboy and work with all these people. And I was just like, you know what? This is for me. Mm -hmm. It took me a really long time to accept that it was for me. I felt like I never had the talent or the skill set given to me. I felt like it was always something I was growing on. But I'm going to be honest with you. I might be my hardest critic. I might always say, yo, I'm not doing nothing. I'm at home freaking out. And uh, I don't know. It's just like it sucks because one day I could be doing something really really big being on tour and getting shows back to back to back and then 
next week I'm at my house trying to figure out what I want to do, <laughs> right. what I want to eat. Like, and it just freaks me out so much because I feel like I need to be doing things every day because that's what you see on social media. Mm-hmm. You see people doing things every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to have a, a few days off and you know, going to the gym really takes me off of social media for a few hours and really lets me focus on myself. No, that's amazing, amazing. And before we get, we're going to get into you going to the gym as well, but before we do that, take a quick rewind and I know you're talking about um, that juice retort and how emotion was for you. I know you pinned it on your Instagram as well. Um, what what was it like, you know, getting on to that tour? Like, how were you able to get on there and, like, working with juice and going on that tour? Like, what was that energy like? Well, the reason I got... Well, the reason I built the relationship with juice was because I ended up doing a favor and working with G Herbo. Mm-hmm. So, G Herbo's manager was Pete, which is right. Juice World's manager mm-hmm. which is now Trippy Red's manager right right like he works with a lot of people he works with Leroy he works with little TJ mm-hmm. so he works with all these people I did a favor for them and I was able to bring them a bunch of people to the show I was able to get them armed security this is where I had all these resources I had <laughs> you need this oh I need uh, two girls to work the box office I need this because his manager mm-hmm. also threw a bunch of shows like he would do pop-up shows in different cities but he would grab artists that already have a fan base and then do one-offs right, right. so I met him when he was doing a one-off in Philly I think it was District 9 or TLA or T- something like that one right. of those venues over there and uh, I helped him out with everything everything on the rider I helped him out with everything on the, on the production on the show and uh, from there I built a really strong relationship with him and he was like hey I have this really cool artist uh, do you want to run the show with me he was like I'm getting really busy and tied up with a lot of business and I might step away from throwing shows can you help me throw this one for now and you know whatever we decide to do after I'll get you involved um then I ended up doing that one show with him, and I did do almost everything. I set up the openers, the DJs, right. everything, production, videos, everything. Because uh, I have a very strong background in throwing shows, so he, he trusted me in that, helped him out with that. And uh, from there, he was like, oh, we're announcing a tour. Um, he, I got, a, got you a couple passes for a couple dates. At the time, um, well, still, Mike P was his DJ, mm-hmm. which is a DJ from uh, Chicago. Right. But he does like radio shows, and he's always very busy. He's always working with a, a ton of people. Mm-hmm. So there was like a couple shows that I was able if he couldn't make it I would snag my way in there and get a couple shows I'm not gonna sit here and be like yeah I was Juice World's official DJ I would have been all over the world by now (laughs) you get what I'm saying but I got lucky enough to be able to share the experience a couple times and been on the stage with him over I'd say 15-20 times already so that's definitely amazing so you had to go through the trenches for like two, three years, right? Doing all that dirty work and like (laughs) it was a headache it really was, was a headache was that like one of the hardest things like what's the hardest thing in your career that you were like i can't do this anymore and what was like the turning point where you're like this is this is it um when i lost my instagram what yeah how did that happen like i say that if i say that to anybody over like i don't know maybe in the 30s over the 30s they wouldn't get it Mm -hmm. my instagram was something that i was working on since i was 14 i wanted to be instagram famous wanted to be one of those little cool boys and then 14, 15, 16, I was spending all my hours that I could on my phone under the classroom following people. Because I don't know if you guys know, but a couple years ago, you could follow 2,000, 3,000, as many as you wanted. You could unfollow, you could yeah. comment. You weren't, there was no restrictions, right? Yeah. So I was running it every day, every day, every day. <laughs> I ran it up to 150,000 followers when I was like 19 or, or 20, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's, it was a oh lot. My God, I would so cry. I, lo- I got it all the way up to there. And this is where I'm with Juice World, I'm with everybody doing one-off shows getting passes wherever i want dude i thought i was on top of the world like i'm gonna be honest with you i was so happy so excited 
but I was also in such a dark place because I was doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. I was getting clout, I was getting girls, I was getting money, I was getting whatever I wanted. And it was bad. At 18, 19 years old, you shouldn't be given yeah. all Anything of that. Anything you want, yeah. You, you know, and it's crazy. I can only imagine how these rappers feel that are 20 times my size. But I was just in a position that everything around me I could get. Whatever I wanted, and I said I wanted it, I got it. Uh, just because of, I don't know, the influence I had over the industry at that point. Nobody had 150,000 followers. Nobody was connected with these big celebrities. And I was so young, 17 years old. What the hell? You, you're still in uh, high school. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm leaving high school early to go on tour. Um, where was I going with that? Your Instagram. You lost yeah. it. Yeah, my Instagram. IG. So much emotion. So the much trauma. things that go. Like, dude, that's PTSD. Like, losing my Instagram. Right. But, um... Losing my Instagram, it was like a slap in the face. Like, honestly, when I lost my Instagram, I did not expect to lose all my source of income. I did not expect to lose all my friends. Like, anybody that was around me, they didn't message me. They didn't call me. Uh, I didn't I, get You it. got hacked, right? That's what this was? You got hacked? Or they... <laughs> <laughs> I posted something I wasn't supposed to post. Oh, uh, my God. I see. I, okay. I kind of, uh, yeah, broke the community <laughs> the guidelines. guidelines right. Lesson learned. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see. But um, yeah, that's what happened. I ended up losing the Instagram, and dude, that was that was so hard on me, honestly. Uh, how I said it was deeper than just business. It was that financially, I thought I was financially stable, mm -hmm. dude. I had no money. I wasn't making any money, so that's why I started the candles. <laughs> I had no friends, so I decided to build more personable relationships with people. I was like, well, if I'm meeting people once and I'm just saying hi, they're not my friends. They just want to be around, yeah. right? But if I could be around people at my lowest and they still want to be around, those are my friends so those are like my first couple experiences of having friends that really care about me because everything before that was either middle school or high school which didn't really matter and then the transition of my last years in high school I was popping working with these big people so my whole life I was just like what is a real friend like mm -hmm. they always want something and want to come along and it's okay it happens mm -hmm. but uh yeah, losing the Instagram was probably the hardest thing where I was just like, this is a make it or break it. Either I pick myself back up or I don't and I go get a regular job. I went back to school. That's where I started doing school part time. I tried two jobs. I don't speak about it because I got fired from both of them. All right. I, uh, tried, those jobs. <laughs> I tried Domino's for a week. I got fired the same week. They asked me to clean the dishes. I said, no, I signed up as a driver. They fired me. Right. It wasn't for me. I signed up for uh, during COVID. I wanted to work at a gym because I was like, all right, if I work at a gym, then I could continue working out. They ended up giving me the keys. Luckily, it worked out. Towards the end of it, they ended up firing me because they fought. Well, the manager left. Then they promoted me as a manager, but didn't give me the money as manager. So they expected for my obligations to be that. Uh -huh. Right? I like, yeah, no yeah. problem. I'll take this. I'll take that. Because I always wanted more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> but then when one of the obligations was, you need to be here. Being <laughs> <laughs> present. You didn't tell me I had to come when you called me. <laughs> like, I thought I had my set schedule. I'm here whenever. Yeah, I exactly. take my management duties. I didn't get an extra pay. Whatever. Mm -hmm. right. But when he said, oh, you come here, you're fired. Like, whoa. Yeah. I yeah, peace. So, <laughs> so I ended up leaving that. And luckily, they uh, lifted the restrictions with uh, the mask mandate and everything like mm -hmm. that. So I was fine. No, that's mm -hmm. amazing. And uh, speaking of you bringing up the gym, I know you've talked a lot about it. And working out is something that's important for you. Talk about kind of um, how that started or like what's making, you know, working out in the gym so important in your life. So the biggest thing. All right. A couple things. I started going to the gym because I was traveling so much and I was only eating McDonald's 
McDonald's and Subway. Like uh-huh. if you've been on the if you've been on a tour and you're on a bus from state to state, I promise you, you're going to stop at rest stops, and those are gonna be the only stop places you're gonna stop, right. and you're only gonna get McDonald's or Subway. Right, right. I was oh eating God. that every day. I know. If I could talk about experiences about tour so long, <laughs> yeah. it's the best and the worst thing. Mm-hmm. But um, that's as far as um. My eating habits started getting really bad. I was partying every weekend. I mean, dude, I was 17, 18, 19 years old. I didn't think it was ever going to catch up to me. Then the hangovers were starting to get worse. And I was like, oh, man. And then I I just, I didn't feel good about myself. I was sleeping too much. I was partying too much. I was just like, damn, like, if I'm going to be doing this, it's going to be taken away from my goal. So maybe I should start going to the gym. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was that. And then the other half was that I looked too small. I looked too scrawny. And I was starting to get in positions where I was very powerful in decision making. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this kid's like 110 pounds. Am I going (laughs) to listen to this kid? Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing business with people 40 years old, 45, 50 years old. And I'm the decision maker. And they're like, I'm going to listen to this kid. Barely of age. Can't drink. Can't go to a bar (laughs) legally. Exactly. And he's the one making the decision so i was just like all right i need to look older how am i how am i about to do this <laughs> so not that i decided to grow a beard i kind of just let it grow out a little bit it kind of worked luckily <laughs> luckily yeah. beard gang so <laughs> it worked out i decided to grow the beard and i was just like all right well what else how can i look older how can i look more mature i was like i'm gonna go to the gym so i started going to the gym at first it was just because i wanted to look older i wanted to look more mature i wanted people to take me seriously then I felt. Then I honestly fell in love with it. Started going every single day, and I was like, "Oh wow, I feel great. I'm seeing some gains." I always had the beginner gains. I'm gonna be honest. With you. <laughs> the beginner gains were beloved. Uh, then my strongest. I mean, my biggest issue was I couldn't gain weight. I was 110 pounds, five eight after high school mm-hmm. so i still look really really scrawny i was like Ugh, we gotta fix this so then i took mass gainer and started eating six seven eight thousand like dude i'm an absurd amount of calories like my stomach hurt every single day uh, i went up to 180 and i cut down to 160 so i'm super excited about that and i think that i have a completely different build now so i feel like people take me a lot more serious now than before nice mm-hmm. i think it's a great point you brought up that people don't really notice because going to the gym yeah you're going to look at stuff like that but it's also about how you're perceived by other people you know make sure that you're able that to, was that was the biggest you know. thing i ain't care most of the, i'm gonna be honest with you a lot of friends that i have go to the gym because of girls cool. <laughs> yeah. oh, don't yeah. get me wrong you want to yeah, look yeah. good this right. and that i want to look good in bed whatever fine <laughs> fine but me it wasn't really for that because at 17 18 years old i was hooking up with who i wanted <laughs> right so it's like with that being said it's like all right well i'm going to the gym am i really doing it to look better i'm really not yeah, like i know my value yeah so i started going and i was just like oh i'm looking better so I just kept, <laughs> right. kept going with it super happy breaking uh barriers uh just just super disciplined there honestly that's that's where it comes with the whole tattoo and everything like that i learned discipline from the gym and that changed my life mm-hmm. so speaking about that tattoo let's get into that yeah, that's my, the my baby tattoo yes, talk about walk it into that. Right, let's talk about the tattoo my uh tattoo says uh discipline discipline is honestly the biggest life-changing factor that's played in my life Simply because of the fact that I mentioned to you guys about the story about me losing my Instagram and me not being disciplined with partying and girls and wrong decisions and relationships. Uh, I felt like I was going down the wrong path, making bad decisions, being ignorant, being arrogant, all of the above. Um, I learned discipline from the gym simply because of the fact that if you don't want to do something or you want to... Matter of fact, let me take that back. It's like it's a little bit of a takeaway, right? Like you're sacrificing a little bit of your day 
for a future gain right right so that's how i saw that discipline completely changed my life because i was taking little little pieces of my life that i wanted to have fun or i wanted to go out this weekend or i want to look like i want to look really really big on social media but maybe might lose my instagram page again or i want to act really hollywood but maybe i might lose a lot of friends or lose a lot of business so i was like i need to discipline myself i need to make sure that i'm on a strict schedule i need to make sure that i'm not losing track of my goals i need to make sure that i'm doing things right now that might take away a little bit but in the long run it's a big gain right Mm -hmm. so that's why i got discipline because without discipline i probably would not be where i'm at right now it completely changed my life by the way that i speak like you could ask anybody that knew me four or five years ago they were like yo this guy is terrible like i can't stand (laughs) speaking to him he's arrogant he doesn't want to listen to anything you have to say and now i feel like because i lost everything like i was in such a good position at a young age i had to lose everything to appreciate everything Mm -hmm. and that's like i don't know discipline and appreciation and all that just really merges in together Mm -hmm. because any conversation i have with somebody i i really value every second of it before i used to just fly through it because i know the next relationship's after that conversation Um, but now it's not like that I I really value every moment every show every fan every little second of my life I appreciate it because it could be gone in no time I work in a very um, fast paced industry Mm -hmm. you're saying people uh, get shot left and right and people losing their careers and getting cancelled and uh, you know that's that's not me that's not the type of person I want to go towards Um, that's not what I want to be labeled as I know who I am and that's what I was mentioning before about the whole Jersey John and Jonathan like I, I know who I am and I don't want to get lost in the whole industry I've seen a lot of people do it I even hear people tell me every day don't get lost you're doing good don't get lost in the industry no I'm grounded I'm disciplined I know who I am and that will never happen to me I don't care how much money I make I don't care what stage I'm on I don't care how many countries I'm going to it's it's just not happening I, I know I'm true to myself and I'll never uh, like devalue somebody else's time because I think I'm better than them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no, that's amazing for sure. And I think that you know you just even explain to us. Um, I obviously know you before, but now I can easily tell you know how much you're very disciplined and you know you kind of have a plan for everything that you want to do for sure. Um, so with I know you have discipline. Have you thought about getting any other tattoos in the future? I know you say you're not a big tattoo guy. So <laughs> what, what you think? I'm gonna about? be honest. I got this one because it's like it's you can hide it so easily. Because I feel like <laughs> yeah. I'm always signing contracts and mm-hmm. and presenting my face and stuff. It's more than the nightlife. Right, right. So that's why I was explaining. I don't know if I could really get a lot of tattoos. I got this one because this is my reminder. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's I, I'm always on my phone. I, dude, I have like. 12 to 18 hours screen time every day it's crazy so i'm on my phone all day i'm looking at my arm all day i'm signing something all day i'm driving or whatever it is i see my arm right right as far as another tattoo i would love a sleeve but i don't know like i really (laughs) i don't know i feel like i would start it and then step back i'm too indecisive with that right and this one just has so much meaning to me I don't want to get something on my body that doesn't have meaning. I'm not looking to be somebody. I'm not trying to portray this image that I'm just not. Um, yeah, some people may look at tattoos as artwork or stuff that's meaningful to them. How I said, this is my reminder. Mm-hmm. That's why I have this tattoo. Yes, it's meaningful. Yes, it looks nice, but it's my reminder. Right. I, mean, I need that reminder every day. Just how I listen to motivational speeches every day and I do a little bit of reading and I remind myself of my goals. This is my reminder right here. So as far as other tattoos, I don't know. I think it's going to take a, a very long time for this one to settle in and me forget about it. Well, not forget about it, but me, you know, realize that this isn't just a brand new tattoo. It's mm-hmm. like, whoa. 
mm-hmm. as soon as um that settles in maybe but i don't think so honestly maybe <laughs> maybe a sibling tattoo would mean a lot to me but other than that i don't i don't think so mm-hmm. so no, something really true. meaningful no face tattoos in the future <laughs> no, no face tattoos. No, I, I have a good face <laughs> <laughs> you don't put bumper stickers on bentley's you're right okay kim k okay kim k get it right oh man well uh one more thing before we head over to the break um as I said, we've been talking a lot about what you're doing now, what you were doing before. Um, I know some of your goals are to travel and things like that, but, you know, what's like, let's say we have the same conversation in five years. What do you want? What do you want to be at then? You know, what do you want to change? Stuff like that. I'm going to be more than just a DJ. Well, I mean, I, I have all these other tasks. I mean, he has other skill sets and stuff, mm-hmm. but I want to be a big EDM producer. I want to be traveling off my own name. I want to be selling out venues from 500 to 1,000 people myself. Um, I do want to do all 200 countries, but I always said 200 countries is my goal to do a one show or two shows. But if I could continuously do tours off my own name, just imagine the money there. Uh, there's a lot of artists that do a tour. They won't even do a tour once a year, if that, right? I want to be able to tour two to three times a year. Like, I want to be on the road. I want to be around. I want to be, you know, really, really making my money. And that's where it goes hand in hand of being a talent agent right now. I want to better that skill set. So in the next five years, I'm man- not managing, but I'm representing really, really big acts. But I'm also one of those really, really big acts yeah. getting booked everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm hand in hand right now in the industry, really trying to push those two things. And I want to be an EDM producer so I could, you know, reach awards and get platinum uh, records and et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to jump around a little bit. I think I have uh, some thinking to do for the next five years, but um, I take it six months to a year at a time. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I know that my next five years are going to be great. And there's There's no doubt about it. But um, right now I'm working on my next my next six six months. That's what's up, man. That's amazing. And we're gonna get into some more stuff as well as talk about some of uh, you lovely fans' summer vibes when we ask you guys on Instagram. So what we're gonna do is we come back. We're gonna uh, talk about yeah uh, some of the summer vibes. You're gonna let us know whether you like the vibes, whether you don't like the vibes, whether they're good vibes, bad vibes, right. and we'll get into all that. <laughs> Sounds like Keep fun. It. Keep it locked. You know the number, 9737-22738. Twitter at Brave New Radio. It's Young Wolf. It's Hava. It's Jersey John. It's the pregame. Yeah. Yeah. It's Young Wolf. It's Hava. It's Jersey John. It's the pregame, and we are here discussing. Summer vibes. Yes, we are. Now, Jersey John, I know we talked a little bit previously about uh, your plans this summer, you know, focusing on yourself, things like that. Um, if you want to talk, we talked offline about following your dreams and how people always talk about that stuff, but then still also want to get lit in the summer. So talk about, you know, kind of your thoughts on that and like. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I, I was talking before. It's like everybody in our generation wants to have fun. They want to have like this lit lifestyle on social media. But let's be honest with each other. All of us do need a job. All of us do need some money. All of us do need to be grounded and make sure that we're, you know, meeting our goals. No matter if it's in the summer, during the semester, in the, in, in the winter, it doesn't matter when it is. Uh, I feel like a lot of that goes out the window because we want to be spontaneous and people have extra time in the summer. So when it comes to uh, following your goals, just double check yourself even if it's every day once a week just you know remind yourself why am i doing what i'm doing you know even if it's going out why am i going out am i having fun cool it's a stress reliever cool why am i going out you get me right. uh, why am i working this job i need money i need to pay for this I need, okay cool 
just double check yourself every every week, every day, however, but at your own pace and make sure that you're still going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. No, most definitely, most definitely. Now let's get into some of these um, summer vibes that you guys have said. Listeners. Make sure, you know, they were a little wild this week. They honestly. were really wild. And they, I don't know why because they're not usually like this. Look, I mean, they're, they're pretty wild every Uh-oh. week. But I think, Uh-oh. listeners, you guys, you guys did it this week. Uh, let, let's get into one of the tame ones, though. I have one of the tame ones real quick. Tame ones? Yeah, I have one of them. This I didn't get to give it to you to write it down. Okay. Someone said, um, <laughs> going to concerts. Okay. Which I think is really, you know. That's chill. That's chill. I think, uh, I know, I feel like summer has the best festivals. You know, you have, like, mm-hmm. your gov yeah, balls and stuff time. like that. Yeah, yeah. It is festival season. season. Um, so, like, for you, at least, what is... I know you. I'm sure you performed at a lot of festivals mm-hmm. as well. So, what's your favorite to perform at, and then also your favorite to just like attend if you were just going? Um, honestly, I don't really go to a lot of festivals unless I'm a part of it or have mm-hmm. a pass or something like that. I'm not a big uh, like a raver in the crowd. <laughs> right. Don't get me wrong; I've tried it before just mm-hmm. to see how the experience was on their end. Exactly. Um, favorite festival. Probably like I mean, Rolling Loud kind of just takes it. Their their right. lineup just just jam packed. Okay, now Miami or New York? I like the New York one. I, I really like the New York one. Right. Uh, Miami's it, it is a vibe, but once again, it's like that LA and Miami yeah. uh, style. I don't really like that. I feel like in New York. Not saying that people in New York are more grounded. People in your comments. It's just New York. I don't know. It's just such a vibe. I, I, I like the the Rolling Loud in New York. That was what? It only happened once or twice already. I think it's twice now. I think they've done it two times. I two think. times? I think. Are you sure? I think there was one last year, and then. There's was one, one last year. year twice? Yeah, I think I think this is the second one. Oh man, one. then maybe I didn't go to the one last year. Where was I? <laughs> Not <laughs> where in was I? I Not in New York. Was it were you at Govball? Nah. <laughs> where was I? <laughs> exactly. Not well, there. but I I do think I don't know, it's just cuz I guess I'm biased cuz I live close to New York, but also I feel like the acts generally are better for the New York one just because again it's, it's people York. I listen to more it's, it's just, just people I listen to more yeah, yeah exactly that's the answer it's cause it's New York <laughs> really yeah. but the lineup's crazy I think this year yeah from what I saw it's it's gonna be a good time so I think I'm gonna be attending that and I probably will be working with a few artists on that as well nice, nice. that's what's up that's what's up now huh. <laughs> let's um, get into it what else do we have uh, putting men on child support what <laughs> just putting men on child support that's the that's the summer vibes that's <laughs> what agreed Agreed. Agreed. As they should. I feel like with the political climate lately, you gotta. If I'm having a kid, you're gonna pay for it. You know what? Wait up. My bad. I heard that wrong. What'd you say? Put men on child support. Oh what? No. (laughs) (laughs) Wait wait wait. I heard that wrong. I thought it was crazy. Wait up. What? If I'm having the baby, pay for it. What? That's a trap. Well, Most I mean, I'm not like trapped. That's not That's my a theme. trap. <laughs> but like, if I'm having the baby, if it's gonna I really happen, have to have pay the for it. On that yeah. one. No, <laughs> I like the answer at the beginning. No. So you tell me, pay for food. You tell me, pay for dates. At least help out. Then pay like, for the I'm baby that for you everything. made. Nah, that's crazy. We, yeah. first of all, we, <laughs> we. team effort. No. No. Yes. Why? We, I what? literally was pregnant <laughs> with the baby. <laughs> Women all want to be so independent and be some boss ass. Right, huh? Mm, right, He huh? brings up a good point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Up a good literally point. held I'm a baby in my body I'm for this, nine months. I'm that. It's independent woman until that time comes. I mean, you, know, you already know that's not me, but it's still. It's 50-50, right? Sure. Okay. I took okay. care of that child. You should help pay for it. Have you guys seen the video of, I think it's like, it's this guy. He's going over to drop off food for his kid. Oh, yeah, and I then the that. baby mom was like, yo, you're not going to get food for my other kids? Like, that's 
it's literally insane. Like some of the expectations I'm you not, get a. I'm not in that age bracket yet. So <laughs> right? Thank having, God, me either. But kid. it's like if I'm trying to take care of my kid, I'm going to bring him food, and now I can't even do that without like you know. No, I feel like he approached it wrong, honestly, because um. Like you, if you're going to your baby mother's house and you know there's multiple kids there, dude, just invite the kid out. Honestly, not yeah. do it in front of like That's I was point. born in like this this family household where you share and if mm-hmm. you eat mm-hmm. you bring food for everybody Everyone and that's how I grew up right right so when he's bringing food and like not purposely like you know he's just bringing food for one kid, kid which mm-hmm. is not I mean I understand it's your kid right you're not responsible for these other kids mm-hmm. at all but don't you know do that you're yeah. kind of like enabling an argument you're enabling you're like an issue he could have came out to the car the kid could have came out to the car yeah. or we should have just taken him out yeah like, it like, shouldn't, yeah. Have, it shouldn't, it shouldn't have been in front up. of the other people like yeah. really like if you're if you can't come pick him up and bring him to food and bring him back then don't even bring him food because nah, you're causing a, a bigger issue than it is yeah so that's a good point i feel like he came off the wrong way i didn't see that in the, in the comments but that's my take on it it's like if you're gonna take your kid out and you don't want to be responsible for everybody else take him out like that's a great point because that. he probably they probably have had that argument before. Before, yeah. So that's it's not why like she's recording it. Yeah. So <laughs> fact, you think she's she getting ready for it? She knew what was happening. Exactly. So it's not like he didn't know before. So yeah, you're right. The best thing would have been just to you let me pick him up, go take him to get food, and bring him back. And bring him back, so the other kids don't feel you know like Let I don't know. Go. That's just I think he came about it the wrong way. It was rude. Probably didn't have wrong intentions. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, yeah. Like how how you said, he's probably just taking care of his kid. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have wrong intentions. But it was just a bad situation. Not mm-hmm. most definitely. I do think though she also kind of bugged out a little too much. She had the phone on. Well, maybe it happened <laughs> before. Right. Maybe it happened she before. So she was like, "I gotta." But still, like the phone on. You're right. You I know think how the... people act when the phone's on. <laughs> yeah. It starts. It's getting... a completely different story. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. So moral of the story is we're not supporting. Uh, putting people on child support you're not <laughs> supporting the child you helped me i'm saying but if you're gonna try to attempt to get people on child support why are you support, not on birth control well that's also you should have known that's that too what, that's what i thought that was the <laughs> yeah. it's oh, just okay. my fault she said child support or whatever thought i thought birth control right okay. because of the whole thing going yeah. on oh uh, yeah what birth controls oh no 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 men's yeah. birth control <laughs> Yeah, oh, we, yeah, we have birth control, control, of course. Give me that. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, wait. Okay, there we go. Okay, okay. even with all the side effects? You chill with that? I'm all with that. <laughs> <laughs> the side effects. Like, okay, like, no, you know how big that side I don't gotta hear about kids. I'm good. Hey, yeah. Okay, I'm rocking with that. That's okay. Fine. And then okay. I don't gotta pay half my yeah half my half pay the salary. Yeah, I'm good. I'm totally okay. chill with that. Give me all the side effects. effects. <laughs> do you know the side effects? <laughs> I don't even think you know the side effects. Don't do that. I do. What's for men's birth control? Not for men. Obviously, for men's it's gonna be like, yeah, oh, everything's perfect for men and it's amazing and you won't have kids. So Thank what are you. y'all side effects? The about? side effects? Mm-hmm. Literally, depression, suicidal thoughts. All right. You're sad. Your hormones are imbalanced. What are you? You gain weight. You lose weight. I, that would probably happen if I had the kid. <laughs> all of that, all of the above would happen Wait, if I had okay, the kid. Okay, so all those are the side effects. But are you More. pregnant though? Nope. All right, so we good. I'm happy as hell. All right, so we're great. <laughs> why do I have to go through that? All right, sounds great. Anywho, continue. Well, someone said get pregnant, which I don't. <laughs> no. what, I feel like that's more age, of a you vibe. Probably. What's the bill? No, <laughs> you think I'm stable enough to have a kid right now? I feel like. I feel like you think you're stable. No. I mean, if, I, if I'm married rich, like, okay, I'll, I'll get If you want a kid, I'll That's the trap. That's the trap. You hear that? Married rich? She said it herself. She didn't I say, mean, she didn't say no, if I no, make no, a great I career, don't want a kid. I do well. I don't want a if kid. If I marry rich, you know, we're good. <laughs> exactly. If, if we're I, good. I, I don't figure, want a kid. I get a, a bigger check. We're good. <laughs> I don't want a kid, but if I'm married to you and you're rich and you want a kid, okay, I'll have a kid. I don't have to work. 
I don't want to wear so it, you guys. Don't. We're talking about working, and I'm She's not. She's talking about after the kid is made. Right. right. Uh-huh. What happens if I'm, the kid is not made and he's I don't want rich? A kid. Exactly. I don't want a kid. Perfect. You don't but want a kid, but you I just want, want somebody kid. rich. You'll enable. Yeah. <laughs> you still enable. You'll enable. I do it. not want to be pregnant. You'll if he has Even millions. You'll enable. I'm to trap the rich man. I'm fine because then I'll. But what if he's gonna leave you? But then you get pregnant. Then I'll still get half. I don't care. You know how much money I be making. Jesus. No, for real. Rich off of child support. Oh my goodness! No facts. They make so much. But like, you gotta have a kid. One kid. Work. Kids are a lot of work. Mm. I feel like we're not taking that into account. We are. You're not. (laughs) We know. Continue. Um, have sex. A lot of these are very sexual, <laughs> and I don't know why people why wanna. That, that was straightforward. That why was basically is, it. Why is that the only what was vibe that this for? summer? It was just a question. The question was, what are the moves this summer? And these were the answers. That's their move. <laughs> Wait, but <laughs> this is what that's they it. Said. That's what they're doing. I told all you. I told you. A lot of our listeners are that's real garden tools. That's the mood. <laughs> real garden tools. Real garden. garden we love them. <laughs> <laughs> they're real garden tools. <laughs> we love you. Oh but my it's god. Truly, like on brands. So hey, like, it is. I mean, look. We'll get into some of these other ones after the uh, musical section. We're gonna play Jimmy Cooks. Did you get to listen to the new Drake album yet? I played a couple songs. That's the best one. The, J- Jimmy Cooks is the best one from Popular Opinion. So we'll get into that. And then we'll come back with some more of y'all's very interesting summer vibes. You know the number 973 Twitter at Brave New Radio. It's Young Wolf. It's Hava. It's Jersey John. It's the pregame. Yeah. Yeah, it's Young Wolf. It's Hava. It's Jersey John. We are here on the special edition of the pregame. We're talking about summer vibes. Indeed, indeed. Now we got into some very interesting ones mm-hmm. last segment. What were we talking about, Hava? Before um, child support uh-huh. and how men should nah. provide. Yeah, see, you did too much support. already. All right. Um, mm-hmm. getting pregnant for some reason. That's something. Which I feel like in speed. this climate you shouldn't. You should really <laughs> be careful. Uh huh. What else? Um. And just talking about like having sex. <laughs> you okay? I know it's just so, so literal. So it's so subtle. literal. Uh-huh. So subtle. Yeah, right. Like, no so having sex. You know, it's the regular. Uh-huh. But on a not as much garden tool level. Talk to us. Um, hella happy hours. Happy I hour. Feel like that's fun. Okay. Okay. You do you go to your happy hours? How do you feel? Oh yes, you are right. You're on a cleanse from alcohol, right? I'm trying my best. Honestly, it's just to limit it. It's not to like, hey, I can't drink. Like, oh my god, I'm like addicted to it. It's really about the fact that I want to be healthier. Mm -hmm. I want to have more discipline. I want to be healthier. I want to have a little bit more control of my decision making and it not be influenced by, hey, we're going out. Let's have a great time. Let's get drunk. Right. Mm -hmm. What I'm trying to do. And how long have you been on this like cleanse and mindset sort of thing? Um. I have two weeks right now. Mm-hmm. Um, two weeks before that, I did six weeks. And then before that is where I accepted that I needed to slow down. <laughs> What's up? So, yeah. so I did the six weeks. The six weeks was cool. I mainly did it for cutting at the gym. Mm-hmm. And then the two weeks after that is just to control myself. And even if it's once a week, like that's not crazy. But no. two or three times a week, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday starts. Mm-hmm. And then you add a Sunday. Now we're like, all right, John, slow down. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm only going to joke at the weekend. But then like it's Thursday, Thursdays. And then there's like, they do deals on Tuesdays now. Mm-hmm. At places, so it's every like, day. about that. Yeah, it gets ridiculous. Think about that. You start adding it up. Sometimes I add the days in a week and how many times I drink and then it times it. And then I'm like, by 52, and I'm like, whoa. 
<laughs> that's a I lot. I drank too much, and then I started doing percentages. Like I drank like thirty three percent of the year. Just oh kidding. my god! <laughs> oh my goodness. You think about it. I honestly, no, you're right. Yeah. You guys are laughing. You but do that you math drink three times out of the year. Can we pull up a calculator? <laughs> how, how often are you drinking? We'll, no. we'll wait on that. Please let me know what the percentage is. If I'm drinking thirty, days a week. if I'm drinking three days a week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Let's Sundays are our cleanse day. Cleanse day. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which most college students really drink Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Right out of three sixty five. So three times fifty two. Math. Three times fifty two. We got a magician in here. Math. Oh, I got it. That's one fifty six. Okay, now give me a percentage out of 365. 156. Okay, that I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll tell you right now. That's like 40-something. Oh, yeah, 42%. Dude. So, like, 42, 42% of the That's time. 42% of the time you're uh, like That's only three drunk. days a week. That's, That's three days. All right, it sounds way better. Hey, I drink three days a week. <laughs> right. saying I drink 42% of the year. I don't like the way that math just worked out. <laughs> I'm going to pretend like that didn't oh, happen. Oh, no. <laughs> that messed with my brain. Wow. So, the effects on your body... Yeah. You must be forty-two percent of like, the time. Gross. If you feeling like that, bro, you're <laughs> like, no, thank that you. Is gross. Wow, I, you know what? I was gonna support the happy hours. Now I'm not supporting it. I yeah. changed my mind. No, I no. mean, but it's Fourth of July weekend coming up. Oof, maybe, maybe. All right, so this weekend, maybe, maybe one day, maybe one, like honestly, one day out of maybe out of July Fourth or okay. maybe July third. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I probably am not gonna do every day. Every day, yeah, because yeah. every day is too much. I know I have my bookings. I need to stay mm-hmm. on top of everything, and I don't think I want to drink every day. Not much. I mean, definitely a fun week don't get me wrong a lot of people are gonna have a great time i'm gonna enjoy the beach enjoy other things not my alcohol right nice. as you should that's what's up okay what about so. you nick are you gonna be getting maybe a little maybe, intoxicated maybe three times that week. <laughs> maybe like every day that was a leading question first of all mm-hmm. um objection, objection? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. no but i'll probably sunday obviously uh, we're doing a um Mm. Having a little get together on Sunday down at Rutgers, so you know it's my first Rutgers party, guys. Oh my Stop gosh, it. yeah, you are coming. Yeah. No I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first way first. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, are you, are you ready? You got, a little scared. You have to go during the semester because Rutgers during the semester is completely whole different animal. I don't, she's not ready for that. There's, there's too many people. You're right. Yeah. You're like the town's not that big, and there's too many people there. Like yeah, it's, it's because so many people come from everywhere there, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of housing on campus too. Well, I right. mean, it's not right in the middle, but. Everybody goes there for classes and yeah. the bars and the food. I forget that like real life people live there too, like adults. <laughs> that's, that's, what I was, that's what I was about to say. Like Rutgers is also mixed in with everybody in New Brunswick, mm-hmm. and then there's the Somerset and all these other towns around. Like mm-hmm. it gets pretty busy in the summer, and yeah. it's still pretty active. I mean, it's still pretty active during the summer, yeah. but during the, the semesters, it's bad. It's, yeah, it's insane. Um, so yeah, get your foot in the door during the summer, and then yeah. during the semester, baby steps. Maybe Probably we'll do a go. live show out there. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh man, time. but yeah. So what about you then Hala other Me. than Sunday are you gonna be I'm underage I'm not touching All right. the devil's juice that's she is not, not 21 yet I forgot about that yeah no <sighs> drinking right no drinking I'm yes. fine I'm on my 18 so, year long cleanse so we can be safe yeah mm-hmm. don't do that don't do what <laughs> we can be safe making the eyes no one saw the eyes. You just all right. I had continue. to point it out. Continue. Um, since it's still Pride Month, technically, someone said just be gay, and um, have lots of messy women on women contact. <laughs> That's really toning it down. Well, 
you know? It's still Pride Month. We support. Shout out Pride. It's the last day of Pride Month, matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the 30th, so, you know. After tonight, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> we're done. <laughs> what's next month? I don't think July has a thing. I don't know. I don't think so. You know what's, you know what's actually crazy? They made Pride Month and mental Men's Mental Health Month the same month. Why is that crazy? Why couldn't it just be Pride Month? Men had to step in and make it their mental health. Now month. this. No, it, no. Why? why is it men? What does it have to be? What's against men? <laughs> yeah. Fa- oh, it's no. Not, you should see her. Pride uh, Month is not only for women. Yeah. yeah, men too. But why can't you get a different month for mental health? Why can't men? You got to share the month. It's not sharing. It's just also another thing. LGBTQ plus community doesn't even get that much. But men are also and part of the We give them LG- a month and then it's like, boom, let's make it men's but mental part health. Of that but community yeah, the too. men are also part of the community. Yeah, but then they're straight men. What's wrong? Straight men cause problems. What? I'm right. You're just hating on straight men. You want to know what straight men did this past week? All right, continue. Exactly. (laughs) That's what they did. Um, Someone very easy traveling. Nice little traveling this summer. Oh, this was uh, to Europe, right? Traveling to Europe. On a cruise, though. What? A cruise to Europe. I'm not going to lie. Can you do that? (laughs) I don't think so. You can take a boat from here to Europe. People like the Titanic. That's whack. <laughs> that's what the Titanic did. But I, Europe to no, here. No, they didn't. That's not what the Titanic was. Was that the route? That was Europe to here. How they, how they hit an iceberg? No. Where's I don't the ice? No. Where's the ice from Europe to here? There's <laughs> anywhere, no ice. Anywhere? There's, there's no ice. Have you been across the Atlantic Ocean? You know for a fact there's, no, there's ice. no ice. There's no there's ice. There's no ice. In between. Ice is like I'm north. Pre- they like came south. from like England or Ireland and then they went down to New York. Nah, I'm pretty sure. Exactly. Okay. In the winter, so you're telling me there's no ice? I'm not no. saying there's no ice. A big enough iceberg to knock down the Titanic it's in between. Possible. In the, nah, not in the no. No, not in the ocean. Like, okay, so how did the Titanic not ocean, work? Not like, over there. Not what we were talking about. Not in between England no. and like the US. So how did the Titanic go down? I don't think that's the route. I think you're that's wrong. That's literally the route. That literally is can the we, route. Can we get a confirmation? I we're going to come back to this. Can can you fact check it? Look, exactly. All I'm saying is... And I watched the Titanic all I'm multiple times. You watch, ooh, the movie? Yeah. First of all, there was, true. they both could have fit on the door. So I if it was that true... Agree. Then, I agree. <laughs> have you She's seen just, Titanic? No. What? Oh, my God. What? Wow. <laughs> wow. Summer vibes. <laughs> Summer vibes. You got to watch those Titanic. movies, man. You don't seem like you're not a big movie guy, though, I would assume, right? No. Don't have time for movies. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I mean, I like watching movies here and there, but then once again, I sit down for two or three hours, and I'm like, I could have done something. Right. Like, I don't want to put it like that because movies is entertainment. It's a great time. Mm-hmm. It's just that sometimes if I watch too many movies or I watch a TV show, then I'm like, I feel wrong for doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And I, that's not the feeling I want to get every day or every weekend watching a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather go network and do other summer vibes than sit inside and watch a movie can't relate <laughs> i see oh. well okay out of the movies that you have like watch what's oh, like man. can i get a can i get a one two three yes. like a one at least or one that you just like doesn't have to be a favorite. can i get one what's a movie you've seen <laughs> uh i saw the spider-man one okay which one Mm-mm. i don't know which one <laughs> <laughs> i said which one you said <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Oh okay. So honestly, this this girl offered to take me out to the movies. So mm. she was like, "Hey, do you want to come?" 
Sorry, 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 sorry. I thought it was equal, right? I thought it was 50 50. What do you mean? can't take me out? No, that's fine, but why are you going on a movie date? What's wrong with the movies? That's cute. I don't know. It came out and she said, Do you want to go? Okay, okay. Oh, the new one? Like the one with Zendaya in it? I don't know when that was. Okay, okay. That's a good one, too. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Okay, that's a good movie. We support, we support, we support. <laughs> Why are you hating? I just, Yo, I just don't like serious. movie dates. <laughs> it's her. It's not me. I just, I'm not a fan. You're not it's a fan. Not the First summer of all, vibes. you don't even go on dates. So I what don't. Are you talking about. But I, if someone asks me on a movie date, I'd be like, no, I'm good. But who are you to judge dates when you don't go on them? Just like why I would. What's a perfect date for you? Oh yeah, I love I this question. Let's figure this out. I love this question. You guys are gonna say this is very childish, like but this I is, think like this is for the men right here. <laughs> yeah. to know. Okay, take notes, boys. I think it's like a cute little activity because then you could do. Blah, 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 blah. It's a cute little activity. So, like, something where competition is involved. Like, oh, you go to, like, an arcade or, like, Dave & Buster's or something. Or, like, bowling? mini golf. Not, I hate bowling, but, like, something like that. What happens if they're really bad and it's just is not fun Yeah, anymore? I feel like that's embarrassing. If they're really I bad, then to, I know like, not to, like, bowling or I went to something mm-hmm. and they were just so bad. That was <laughs> yeah. Just then you don't go on another date with them. What? Nah, that's I'm crazy. Not rock- if you're like, I need someone to that. That determines that. If you're not good at bowling, <laughs> we can't like, go out. You can't beat like, me in bowling? Nah. If it's awkward. Done. If it's awkward and you're bad and that's like weird. But if you're like funny and you're like, oh, I suck at this, whatever, then it's fine. I feel you know like it, I feel like bowling is not valid too because like you gotta get up and then you sit down and then and when then you you're get not up, talking. Person, that's exactly yeah. Yeah, but you're movie, just taking turns. But a movie's better than bowling. But too. then you're not talking yeah, at what, all. What you mean? You could talk though, yo. This yo, that's crazy, you ever right? Get to the movie where you got like a, a joint seat. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that- that's for different reasons. Anywho, you're not watching the movie. <laughs> you're not watching the movie. Uh, of course we were. We're gonna. <laughs> Oh uh, man! Shout out child support. <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're gonna get back into the last couple of um, summer vibes you guys gave us, but before that, we're gonna get into some music. Keep it locked nine seven three seven two two seven three eight Twitter at Brave New Radio. It's Young Wolf. It's Hava. It's just John. It's the pregame. Yeah. Yeah. Young Wolf. It's Hava. It's Jersey John. It's the pregame where we are talking about summer vibes. Y'all are crazy. Literally. Uh, listeners, I get it. Y'all are active, but like, wow. Really active, and I feel like we're getting pretty grown. You know now. what? I respect the fact that they trust us enough to give us this information. Yeah. Because on IG, like, it's anonymous, but like, we know who's we answering. We see who's answering. We're not exposing so, like, you guys, but we see you. Yeah. We know so you. I'm really developing these thoughts. Like, uh-huh. Is this you? Is this <laughs> right? you? Hey, but you know, they, they're supporters, so we love them. Yeah. Um. So let, let's get into these last couple ones. Garden tool around. Like, everyone's just Garden. outside. Oh, my god. It's hot girl summer yeah. again, I think. Like, is it? Summer. I don't know if it aren't is. All your, like, it aren't all your favorite, like, hot girls cuffed? Like, I know Megan's cuffed. Like, Cardi B isn't all the... I mean, you could be cuffed and still be a hot girl. How's that? How does you that work? You could just be, like, a hot girl. It's not 50-50. It's not. <laughs> it's not yeah. That was crazy. Nah, you're wilding. How? I'm, because you could just be outside. What happened doesn't to, mean you have to be like talking to all these guys and stuff. You could have a guy but still be outside. Nah. Yeah. Wet. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like me going outside and having a girl. Yeah, like what? What are you doing outside and you have a boyfriend? Having fun. Uh, stay at home. Watch the Titanic. <laughs> stay what? at home. Make me a sandwich. I didn't say that. You see, you brought up no, the sandwich. No, no, no. If I, I said, have a boyfriend, I have to stay at home. Hold on. You notice how I said, no. let's watch a movie, and she said, make a sandwich? Like, That's basically what you're saying. Why no. do I have to stay home if I have a boyfriend? Because what are you doing outside? 
I want to be outside. I want to have fun. Why is it like, oh, Every I have a day? boyfriend. I'm shackled and you I have to You see what home. people are doing outside. Why do you want to be a part of that environment if you have a boyfriend? I don't have to be a part of that environment. So I could just be outside? outside and have fun with my friends. Like, with your friends that are a part of that environment. Who says my friends are part of that environment? And even if they were, I don't have to be a part of that too. Nah, you I will be. be having a good Guilty time. By association. Yeah, Maybe. come on. You are who you surround yourself with. You know these terms. Maybe you guys are just thinking about yourselves. Females. This is ridiculous. Not the female. Not that word. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Females. You know what? You know what? I'm good off you for a second. So John. <laughs> 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 I don't even know if we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can, we can. We have. I do it. I do it once a week. All right, all right, all right. Keep me muted. No, 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 no it's fine. <laughs> she wasn't muted. Her mic Go malfunctioned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What else do we have? I have rights. Um, <laughs> 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 laughing because we know I don't. <laughs> Yeah, tra- it's a terrible here. time to be alive. Truly, <laughs> truly a terrible oh, time. Man. We'll continue. Someone was very forward. I said best things. My question was best things to do this hot girl summer, mm-hmm. and someone said me. Ooh. Which also is another garden tool. Ooh. So this person that said you. We're not adding them. Uh, we don't out these people. He shot a shot. Did the shot go in, Hover? Mm, Ask him his maybe age. Sunday. <laughs> Ask him his age. No, he's older, right? He is. He is. He is. He yeah, is. I'll give it this so one. I'm okay. He is older. Not that I'm saying I'm gonna do it. So anything, the shot is in. The shot. He made the shot. Maybe Sunday. He's Steph I Curry. I don't know if he's Steph Curry. I'm gonna just because you keep saying he's so like smooth. He's that guy. He's him. I'm just not gonna do it because why? Prove why? that he's not him. Why? Because I don't want to be another shot. girl. Oh my! You. If he's him, he's getting all these girls. You know I'm what? Gonna be another girl. You know what your problem is? It's pride, yo. What That's what it pride? is. It's because women are too prideful. Like, you know? Women are too prideful? Yeah. You see how you're acting right now? What? You see? Look <laughs> in the mirror. It's this right here. It's this right here. I'm just yeah. being emotional. I didn't say that. You that said hilarious. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is that the last one? Mm-hmm. So, what are you doing? What are your summer vibes? My about? summer vibes? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try and have a balance of, like, focusing on myself, like, focusing on work, what I want to do in the future because I have no idea what I want to do as a career other than marry rich and uh, also man. balance hey females. I want to marry rich what <laughs> females men also want to marry rich we need that type who I know men who want to marry rich because they're children yeah. <laughs> you know boys that want to marry rich yeah we know, we know. why wouldn't you want to marry you rich know. We know, you know. we know you know <laughs> literally we know. why not it's fun you could also make it's money fun. yourself but it's like fun. Marriage. It's marriage it's fun do you yeah. hear this I don't understand Comedy. you don't want to have fun in a relationship you're not saying, in a marriage you're saying marriage marriage is not about fun you said fun. a marriage is marriage fun marriage could be fun marriage yeah, is about responsibility could be fun yeah, yeah. that too yeah it's deeper than that yeah nah you're insane I'm not gonna lie I don't you're care you're pushing it so. um, and a balance of just like going out and having fun but like not going crazy but I don't you? think I'm gonna go crazy anyway. I mean, you kind of like the parent here. <laughs> <laughs> the parent, right? But, I yeah. feel like that every week. It's you know. yeah, I guess. But yeah. I but, don't know what. I don't know. Anyways, what are your summer vibes? Work. Honestly, I did my. Va- I went to DR. I went to the phone parties. Mm-hmm. I did all that. I'm kind of like the phone party. Yeah, I'm back to being calm and like you know doing my regular Sorry. activities, working. You know doing all that type of stuff as I said DR was amazing I recommend everyone go you gotta go but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm inside now I'm so it's not city boy summer you're not outside I'm retired we talked about this <laughs> off air you are retired I'm retired yeah I uh, I let go of you know the toxicity that was in my life um, truly did yeah she's nice though <laughs> um, but yeah 
I found I, I found that. I word. found God. I, I've been found God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That happened. Amen. Amen. <laughs> What's but up? yeah, no, definitely just on the season, you know, just staying locked in, working, you know, going out occasionally, of course. You gotta still be a part of the moves, but you know, that's how it is. Um of course. Yeah. So before we go, we're going to play one more song, then we're going to come back, and we have to ask Jersey John the question. The question. The question. Are you prepared for the question? What's the question? Actually, well, we can't tell you just yet. We can't tell you the question yet, oh, but it's, it's the question. It's the question. It's I don't know how I going to answer this question, considering... I think I'm going to guess what it is, but I'll text it to you. And okay. If I'm right, <laughs> then we'll get it. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to, yeah, we're going to play one more song, then we'll get back to it. All right, keep it locked. 973-720-27380. It's Young Wolf. It's Hava. It's Jersey John. It's the pregame. Yeah. Yeah. It's Young Wolf. It's Hava. It's Jersey John. It's the pregame. We are here on the special edition where we have talked about... Summer vibes and Jersey John's career. Yes, it has been a great episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Bro, thank um, you guys so much. I had awesome. a great time. You guys are hilarious. The viewers are great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Overall, sure. the vibes were there. It was summer vibes. I had a great time. <laughs> I'm glad you did enjoy. Uh, yeah, literally. So, we're, yeah, we're good to go, man. I'm, I'm loving it. Right, right. But now it's time for the question. The question. This is a question, question that we've asked many people. Many people have been stumped. Many people take many, many years and seconds and days and months to answer this. Oh, I can mm-hmm. think about this? No. You can think you about it for like now. five seconds. You have to answer right now, though. Yeah. Um, but without further ado. If your life was a movie, what would the title be? Oh, wow. Guys, really? <laughs> <laughs> really, guys? Like, that's, why said, that's why I said. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can name it whatever you want. That's the one. Hold on, wait. Movies. Let me tell her my guess before. If What's it's the right. Guess? No, no, no. You no, can't I can't. You have to say it. And then if he's right. Damn, I have to think about this, though. Um, hmm. Jersey John, a movie. I don't watch movies, man. <laughs> you can name it whatever you want. Whatever you want. It doesn't have to be Your a movie that's out already. It's, you know, whatever. If they were like, yo, we're making a movie about Jersey John, The Life and Times, what mm-hmm. would it be called? Uh, really what would it be called? Yeah, yeah, what would it be called? The what would the title be? A Day in the Life of Jersey John. Okay. You're wrong. There we go. I am wrong. What was that it? Was I was going to say Discipline. I thought you were going to go Discipline for this. That was going to be my name of my movie? That's yeah, I thought that was going to be. Dude, I should just be a motivational speaker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I'm not good with movies, but not all that. I'm not, not that boring. That's too much. <laughs> I'm not that boring. I was thinking of, um, what was that movie? Grown Ups? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's me in a movie. Okay. Nah. Wait, which one, though? Dude, come on. <laughs> come on. He's definitely only seen one and doesn't no, know which no. one it is. Which, which grown-up are you? Like, which character? Like, dude, come on. <laughs> I'm not good with movies. No movie questions. <laughs> we are not talking about movies. That's fine. Oh, man. All right, well, thank you so much for joining us. Tell the, uh, let the people know where they can find you and all that good stuff and what you got coming up. All right, so my name is Jersey John. You can find me Jersey John Official on Instagram, basically on all platforms. Um, follow me, man. Um, my life's a movie. So if you want to <laughs> tune in and uh, you know see what I'm doing, uh, definitely come check me out. I got a lot of things going on. Uh, looking forward to meeting a couple of you guys at some of the shows, and I'm planning to announce a couple great, great tours. So I'll be coming to a city near you, maybe even a different country. Who knows? Mm. Hey, there we go. There we go. I'm here to hear first. Uh, what do we have coming up next week? What are we talking about? We have uh, another artist. Oh, yeah, we have an artist. Shout yeah. out Angelica. Uh-huh. Uh, she's releasing her new single, Toffee. So we're going to be talking about that. Okay. And uh, this episode. You're talking about Angelica, Angelica, like... No. Definitely not. 
not the same as Jennifer. I was about to say, we almost got arrested at her house. Oh, definitely not the same as Jennifer. We're gonna have to talk about that when we head over to to eat this pizza later. Yeah, right. But this episode is actually a really historic episode, also because this is the first episode that we are going to be posting on Spotify. Yes. We made Monday. It. We made it. Woo! Indeed, indeed. Hold on. I need the sound effects for this Go one. Go get the sound effects. We should have had sound effects the whole time. Imagine. Hold on. Could have yeah. applause. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That is for, uh, yeah, so tune in on Monday. We're going to be dropping mm-hmm. this episode on Spotify, and you'll be hearing some other episodes as well. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you know the number, 973-702-738, Twitter at Brave New Radio. It was Young Wolf. It was Hava. It was Jersey John. It was the pregame. Yeah. yeah.